Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Excited to get into the Word of God with you today. I want to read from Second Chronicles chapter 31, and I'm going to read from 4 and head down from there. You know, this last, uh, really, this is the fifth month of the heaps. If you've been around Revival Ministries International, the River Tempe Church, you've surely heard about the heaps. But I want to talk about um, this uh, and then also some things that I've learned along the way with the heaps. Man, this time has been glorious. I want to just start off by thanking the Lord for his faithfulness. Thank him that his word doesn't return void. Lord, we thank you that your word never returns void, but it accomplishes that which you send it to. Lord, I want to say thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your abundance. Thank you for the heaps. Thank you for the for the, uh, the abundance that you've brought into our family, into uh, us as a church and as a congregation and as a body of Christ. We honor you. We bless you. We thank you, Lord, that it's also just the beginning. Lord, that this last month of heaps, Lord, will be the best month so far. Lord, that you always go from glory. We go from glory to glory and strength to strength. Lord, that you're the, the latter shall be greater than the former. That though our beginning was small, the latter end shall greatly increase. So we thank you even for great increase in this month, the month of July. But let's read here 2 Chronicles 31. And it says, moreover, this is talking about Hezekiah the king. So what some backstory here, Hezekiah had taken over um, the kingdom and, and the people before him did not serve the Lord. So there are all these altars and things set up, you know, to the other gods. And in the uh, previous chapter, the first thing he did in the first month was tear down the other altars and starts reinstituting um uh, the, the commands of God's commands. And so uh, here we get to the part where he reinstitutes the tithe. And it says here, verse four, moreover, he commanded the people that dwelt in Jerusalem to give the portion of the priests and the Levites that they might be encouraged in the law of the Lord. Obviously the portion of the priests and Levites is the 10%, the tithe, right? And then obviously there are uh, offerings, well, free will offerings and different things. Verse five, and it says, and as soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and of all the increase of the field, and the tithe of all things brought they in abundantly. And concerning the children of Israel and Judah that dwelt in the cities of Judah, they also brought in the tithe of the oxen and sheep, and the tithe of holy things which were consecrated unto the Lord their God, and laid them by heaps. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation of the heaps. That was since March. We've been uh, talking about the heaps here and finished them in the seventh month, which would be this month, the month of July. And when Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. Then Hezekiah questioned with the priests and the Levites concerning the heaps. And Azariah, the chief priest of the house of Zadok, answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and have plenty for the Lord has blessed his people, and that which is left is this great store. You know, I can't help but thinking that there's been people, you know, Paul commanded, don't muzzle the ox that treads out the corn. That There's been people throughout history because of a lack of teaching and then people's lack of understanding, people who've gone into the ministry and and have been in a place of lack because they didn't teach this and the people didn't know and so the people didn't bring in. And so the Lord obviously, you know, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging for bread, but there's people who lived hand to mouth, I'm sure throughout the ages and even still today, ministers who've lived barely making it, just having enough to eat, who should have been blessed and the Lord planned for their blessing because of the t- 
teaching of the word on giving, but because people back down, because people think, oh, you know, it's people are going to perceive it's the wrong way. It can look selfish. It can look like, you know, if I get on here and I teach on giving and then I take up an offering, it can look like, and it can, it can look like I'm the one who's trying to gain here, but it's teaching the word of God. It's like teaching repentance. It's, it's, uh, you teach repentance and on the outside, it may look uncomfortable, but then on the other side of it, there's blessing. There's blessing for people. You, there's restoration to God. So some of the things in the Bible that it teaches, you know, forgive your neighbor. Well, that's uncomfortable. Uh, repent. Well, that's uncomfortable. And, and you start talking about people's money. That's where people's heart is, where their treasures, their heart is. And it can seem uncomfortable. But then on the other side is blessing. Blessing where the kingdom of God and the word of God advances. But then blessing for the person who's giving. And so it says, um, since the people began to bring in the offerings into the house of the Lord, we've had enough to eat and have plenty. For the Lord has blessed his people, and that which is left is this great store. You know, giving does something that it allows God to bless his people. God instituted this, this, uh, this law of seed time and harvest time. And so God throughout the years has looked to bless his people, but when people backed off of giving, he wasn't able to. It's just like uh, someone God wants someone to be saved, but if they don't confess Jesus as Lord, he's not able to. You you give permission by your actions, and that's the way all of life works with God. When you open your mouth, you give jurisdiction to God or the devil. When people speak, oh, my back is killing me, they give jurisdiction to the devil. Oh, you know, I've just always been afraid. You give ju- jurisdiction to the devil. But there's actions that give God jurisdiction. Prayer is one of them. Actions of faith is one of them. Uh, Giving is one of them when it comes to finances. So it says they brought in and then it says, we have plenty for the Lord has blessed his people. And that which is left is the great store. People have this idea that when you give, like if you give your tithe, though, if I give my tithe, I'll have 10% less. But you don't, that's not it at all. You've missed the whole thing. It's that when you give your tithe, God will more than make it up to you and bless you abundantly and protect the 90% and even multiply what's left because of you you giving. It's not it's not a net loss of 10% plus offerings. It's a it's a it's a gain, an immeasurable gain. And the more you're willing to be generous, the it, the more of a gain it is. The more of a gain it is. You know, I I can go back and just use myself as an example and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but when I started working one of my first jobs, I made under 20000 a year, you know, working full time. And then I got into sales and my first year I made, you know, I had always been giving and giving generously, giving over and above the 10%. My first job, I got into sales, I made 60000 my first year. And then a few years later, I was making 100000 And a few years later, I was making 250000 350000 God's a multiplier. You give and, and you work hard and you honor the Lord and you seek first the kingdom of God and, and God's a multiplier. Verse 11, then Hezekiah commanded to prepare the chambers in the house of the Lord, and they prepared them and brought in the offerings and the tithes and the dedicated things faithfully. And so we see the heaps come in. And so some things that I've learned, some practical things that I've learned along the way is number one, you you have to place a demand on the word. And uh, Evangelist Kofi says a line that I really appreciate, that I really like, um, I heard him preach. He said, you can't place a demand on the word when you don't accept the demands of the word. You can't place a demand on the word if you don't accept the demands of the word. And so uh, you, there's no word you can place a demand on if you haven't accepted its demand. So if you want heaps, but you haven't brought in, then you can't expect heaps. So with everything, there's a, there's your part. What is my part? What is my part? Right? 
And so that's, that's your part is you bring in abundantly. And I believe abundantly is obviously you bring in the full amount, you bring in the 10%, you bring in the offerings, you bring in abundantly, but it's also an attitude of heart. It's I'm bringing in generously. Lord, I'm giving this because I love you, not stingily counting out the pennies, you know, this and no more. You know, it's like you could see the way people, the way people think and in, in the way they give, uh, but it's bringing in abundantly. So that's your part. And then also your, your part is to place a demand on the word to like, let faith come alive in your heart that this is God's word for you for this time. You have to take the Bible personally. If you were the only one Jesus was going to die for, he would die for you. You have to take it personally. You don't see yourself as one of a billion believers on planet earth or whatever the number is, right? No, it's just for me. If, if the power of God's for anybody, it's for me. If heaps are for anybody, it's for me. And so you start to place a demand, Lord, I love you to the best of my ability. I'm serving you. And Lord, I believe that this is your word to me. I take it personally. Lord, this, who else is this for? If it's not for me, who's it for? And you start to place a demand on the word and that, and that's where you'll begin to see it. And so this year, that's what it's been. It's been placing a demand on the word, you know, um, uh, seeing what the Lord does has been mind blowing. Uh, I, I got to preach on Monday night at the stand, um, I think it was night 396, if I'm not mistaken, and and tell a little bit of the story. And I'm not done testifying about it yet because the heap's on over. And I'm going to tell you this month of July is going to be the best month of heaps. It's going to be the cherry on the top. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. Um, but began to, uh, was able to testify and tell a little bit of what the Lord's done so far. You know, my wife and I have been able to give our single largest offering that's over and above our tithe, our single largest offering in our lives during this heaps time, where when you look back and I, and I, uh, left behind that, the, the, I left behind the money that I was making to go into the ministry, obviously make money now, but I don't make what I used to make, but we've been able to give our single largest offering by the grace of God. There were things that I believed the Lord for at the beginning of the year, Lord, and there's still things I'm believing the Lord for. Lord, enable me to do this this year. And and so you begin to see how when you place a demand, this is the word of the Lord. And you know, the Lord's looking to do this. You're not extracting teeth to get a blessing from the Lord. He's looking to bless you. But what does it take? It takes a generous heart. I'm going to bless. I'm going to keep bringing in. I'm going to keep bringing in. I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to be minded to give. And then I'm going to expect, I have a daily expectation. You know, I have a daily expectation for heaps. Today, I expect heaps. I expect heaps. I expect major heaps. I'm believing for major heaps. I'm, I'm expecting. And then and then, the other thing, and I believe this will help you, the other thing that, that really helped me along the way, and the Lord helped me to uh, help me with this, is to not pay attention to where it's coming from and try to figure out where it's coming from. God never, God never asked me to know where the blessing was coming from. He just asked me to trust that it was coming. And that's been the most, uh, that's been the best lesson of this whole, you know, four months in believing the Lord for certain things is just to see that where it comes from this last, 
uh, Sunday and the Sunday before, Pastor Rodney talked about the coin in the fish's mouth and talked about unexpected sources of supply. But the Lord actually gave me a couple of dreams along those lines early in the heaps about that, about getting, there was a, a, a one dream, and I won't go into the details about how I got blessed with something and someone else got blessed with something and someone else got uh, came in and blessed me with something. And then the other person that got blessed gave their something to me and, and, and what, and I had just enough to get what I was believing the Lord for. And it was like the most ridiculous sources, the stuff that was most unexpected. And so it's relieved pressure because you try to think, okay, the Lord's going to do it this way. You know, it doesn't matter. And I, I know the Lord likes to surprise people. And the Lord, if you're if you're working, the Lord will will and can just use your job. Hey, I don't know why, but we're giving you a bonus. For me, I'm in the ministry. And so for me, my work is the, the ministry. And the Bible says those that uh, live, those that preach the gospel should live of the gospel. So for me, maybe it's a little bit different. But there's been unexpected sources of supply. And so it's not your job to worry or wonder where it's coming from. But just to rejoice, if the Lord's shown me anything during this time, is is that it doesn't actually, the, the, the sources will blow your mind. Where it comes from will blow your mind. How it comes will blow your mind. So, Lord, it doesn't matter where, but I know that the heaps are coming in. And the Lord blessed his people. You know, that's the thing. It says the Lord blessed his people. So the Lord blesses you to be able to bring in. You know, you choose whether the cycle continues with you. You choose whether you become a dead sea or a living sea. If you ever get to the place where you're not giving, you know, I had to be careful of this because I was believing the Lord for a certain thing and the money started coming in. And it's like when it started coming in, I was like counting it, waiting till I get to the amount that I needed. And then I realized because I was so mindful of what was coming in, I had obviously I tithed, but the offerings had dried up because I was like, all right, I've I've got this amount and I need this amount more. And then I realized that that was causing me to draw back because of what I was believing for. So that goes against the spirit of of generosity. So then I remembered that. And then I was like, you know what? And that's actually where this came from, where I was believing the Lord for something else. And and then I looked at, I'm like, man, I've been, I've been holding back. I'm just going to blow this thing out the water. And that's where we gave our largest offering. So I, I took the money that I'd, and I'm being vague because the testimony is not over yet. Um, I'll tell it fully when the time comes. But um, that's where I took a large chunk of that and just said, we're going to give this and I'm going to do for the kingdom of God first before I do for myself and uh, was able to do that. And, you know, looking back, uh, Looking back at what you use your money for, and some of you may experience this, when you think back, man, the money that I've made in my life, for those of you who are in the workforce or maybe beginning to make money, you'll look back and the money that you that, that you most appreciate that you used was the, the money that you were able to bless other people with. So when I've, I think I've told the story about how I paid off my mom's house years ago. I woke up one morning, she owed like just under 100000 on her house. And I had, uh, she had 91,000 and I, I had like a hundred thousand in the bank from, from business. And I just said, mom, um, I'm going to pay off the home. And she's like, okay. She wasn't catching on at first. And I said, uh, she said, okay, so if you do that, then, and I wasn't married at the time I was still living with her. And, um, she's like, oh, okay, if you do that, then, um, if you get married, what will you do? And, uh, you'll take the house. And I said, no, if I get married, I'll just go get another house. She said, uh, 
oh, okay, so will you like sell this house? And I said, mom, I'm trying to buy you a house right now. So the Lord enabled me and enlarged my heart to do that. So when I look back over the money that I've made, the money that went into the kingdom and the money that went into giving is the money that I look back that had the best result. You know, the money you spend on all the food and all that stuff. It's like, where did that money go? All that money that I that I put into DVDs that I should have been buying Bitcoin with back in 2012. <laughs> oh boy. I'm I'm dealing with my regret. I'm dealing with regret. I'm working on my heart, right? But you look back and you see my generosity is what I'm most grateful for. And that's really what life's about. It's more blessed to give than to receive. So I want to encourage you to place an expectation on the word. Renew your expectation today. If this heaps is for anybody, if you're a giver and you're hooked up with the word of God, but place a demand on the word of God. That's where you it's like you latch your faith onto that word and you say, Lord, I don't know who else this is for, but this is for me, daily heaps. And and then start giving. Maybe you haven't been bringing in abundantly. Maybe you've been doing just enough. Maybe you've been tithing, but not been giving. I want to encourage you to give, give, give to the kingdom of God, give into the, the things of God, give and, and watch what God will do. Watch the heaps that come in and begin to place a demand. Hey, Lord, I thank you. It's a day of heaps. It's a month of heaps. And, I, and then next month, it's going to be the foundation. It's going to be even better. This was the foundation of the heaps. Then we're going to get into the structure. But that's it for today. I want to encourage you. The heaps are on their way. The latter end will greatly increase. This is going to be the best month of heaps so far. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.